0: Uh, G'day guys, welcome back to another Fair income episode. Um, in today's episode, we, it was just a chill episode with a couple of the boys. We talk about our experiences travelling, um, Daintree rainforest, ex- scuba diving experience, um, the idea of being uncomfortable. And yeah, I hope you guys enjoy this. Make sure to share, like and subscribe. Just start watching, man.
1: That was a perfect segue. Everyone's been seeing your Instagram photos of you scuba diving. And we hung out last night and we couldn't hear the stories. You couldn't so probably hear it because I was deaf <laughs> looking. Yeah, coming back bit.
0: from that trip, first of all, um, ten out of ten trip, man. Well I really one of the it. best trips of your life. The yeah, the best trip.
1: Better than your Umrah trip because I know you hyped that one up, and you and mm. you and the boys went. It's a bit different, religious, but as in like maybe the vibe, your
0: personal defense. Th- you they're and your both friends. up there. You know, you know, you know those trips where they're not too long, not too short. When you come yeah. back, you don't come back tired, mm. and neither do you come back like, oh damn, that trip was a bit too long. Oh, sh- it wasn't short enough that like I wanted. S- I wanted to say like hey, let's go for another three days or something like Mm. that. Yeah, it was one of those trips. But, bro, 10 out of 10 trip, man. What made Uh, it so good? Everything. Like, because we weren't ever consistently in one place. That was one thing. Second of all, um, it wasn't just us the whole time because I went with two other mates. Mm. Um, And on top of that, we were meeting people consistently on a daily basis, you Mm. know what I mean? Like, for example, when we won the scuba diving trip, the scuba diver aspect, that leg of the trip, there was, like, people from all over Australia then a couple of people from around the world. Of thing, okay. all of them were brought together just for the fact of like scuba diving and yeah, stuff. That's mad. B- before no, people, everyone's low key like adventurous, like that type of yeah. thing, you mm-hmm.
1: know. Before we touch on the story, why don't you give overall like what the, s- what the trip was about? Yeah, yeah and so then we can touch down to each area because I know you did, sc- you said scuba
0: diving. Yeah, what else? So, we started off the trip basically in a nutshell. Um, so this, this is how the trip came to be. Yeah, low deep into lockdown, everyone wanted to travel. So, we're like one day, I remember me and the boys were playing basketball, um, and this was when curfew was around, Loki. And it was like just before curfew, and I remember, wallah, I remember the time was weird, yeah. I have elephant memory sometimes, so I remember things specifically on certain purposes, yeah. Anyway, um, we, just as lockdown was about to happen, it was like 8.30, curfew starts at 9 o'clock, yeah. And we played basketball, and it was one of the only nights, because lockdown was during like that winter period, yeah. I remember that specifically because that day the weather was just gorgeous. It was like a summer day, all right. So then we are like, hey, we have to do something, inshallah, like summer, we've got to go on a holiday or something like that. But you know how guys are, Well I just air raid. So we're going to do something it never ends up happening type of thing. So we said, um, so initially in lockdown, I really wanted to go to Cairns and do this stargazing trip, which is a trip that we actually ended up doing. But then after, Damn. obviously it's an expensive trip, especially when you're traveling interstate between Australia. Yeah? It was like almost like two and a half K type of thing. You can spend half five days uh, for 10 days. You went 10 days? Yeah, we went 10 oh days. Okay. So you can do yeah. half that time in like Bali or Thailand or something like that. You know, like yeah. scuba, but we ended up spending like a K. Just to mm. do the scuba diving aspect okay. of it, you can do it for like 80 bucks in Thailand or something mm. like that. You know, but you got right?
1: the license, which is a bit different. You get the mm. license over there too. for that cheap? Yeah. Also Everything's
2: I- cheap. International's not really an option.
0: That was a problem. Yeah. So that's what happened. So we we sussed out. Um, I remember we put on this like um, this random generator thing, this spinning thing, and we put on all these spots like Langkawi, Jakarta, all idea. of these random spots. Mm. Yeah, and we said wherever that happens, because we we're in disagreement where we wanted to go, Tokyo was in the list as well. So we put it in. Langkawi was a spot. So we all agreed. Well, khalas, we'll just go we'll go Lenkawi. That didn't end up happening, okay? Because of the lockdown and, and, and all that stuff, yeah. And not only that, Lenkawi and stuff, they were saying something about, like, you have to have, like, 50K, 50,000 US dollars as, like, a health insurance cover, just in case you get um, COVID. They're not going to deal Bloody with this stuff. Hell. Then OmraCon came, and then we all got mm. OmraCon and stuff. So, I like, I bet we can't do this. Then after, you know, when I told you, when I had COVID, Turkey aspect of it, I started watching, like, Sultan Mehmet and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I was like, yeah. bet. Regardless, I'm gonna go to Turkey now. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So then after, as that happened, Turkey was just it was just shambles. Like everything mm. was just discombobulated. Mm. Yeah. So like allow that. So we said let's go back to the original plan. We all said allow the money type of thing. Summer's about to be over. We're all going back to um, like uni's about to start for me. All that kind of stuff. Let's just do it. So we ended up doing it. So then after what happened was and going back to the whole thing about how guys are, we mm. all just say fake promises and stuff. Like yeah, we'll do it. So like. All basically one night, we just hopped on the internet and we went booked one k skydive. I'm okay. um, Sorry, the the pro dive. That's what it was called. Yeah. Hmm. So
1: then your plan was for this trip to go scuba diving. I know you went bungee jumping. S- scuba diving was
0: just the only plan. Okay. whatever we wanted to do after that, we just added it on top of what that. Did you, what did you What did you do overall? Like, so we give us a list
1: of the whole trip, yeah. and then we'll touch on it, just so people know what you went for.
0: so we started off the trip with um, we start off the trip with we went to a daintree rainforest. So It's like one of the oldest rainforests in the world, yeah. Um, it's listed as like a world heritage site. So we stayed there two days, um, and then we went to the next leg of the trip. Please We're tell me you've vlogged this, by the way. Everything's vlogged Thank GoPro, you vlogged. And regular camera, everything's vlogged. Okay. You know what I mean? My uh, favorite part, other than like obviously scuba diving, number one, yeah, mm-hmm. and I'll speak about this, yeah, is the Daintree Rainforest. Okay. Well, like, SubhanAllah, like, my really? mind was just blown, yeah. And actually.
2: Initially, like. You knew about that prior going? Nope. Like about the nope. all Everything
0: was like a learning curve to me. Like, all I knew about the Daintree rainforest was we're going to stay in some rainforest that locally resembles, um, what do you call it, Thailand and Bali and so all you that you kind of stuff. you stayed in the rainforest? We stayed in the actual rainforest. There was this, like a lodge in the rainforest. No, barely was barely. expensive to do? No, it actually wasn't. It wasn't okay. too bad, While well, like.
1: I... Because I'm a big rainforest guy. Like if I could pick between like walking on a hike like in the forest yeah. compared to like the beach, yeah. I picked any day of the week.
0: So if you rather to live on the coast or inland, you'd go. Yeah, if there's a nice forest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I just yeah, like so it, like I'm the I'm greenery. The
1: you're feeling like the vibe. It's the it's beach gets things. hot, the sun, yeah, the yeah. water, nah, sand. You know? It's a different vibe. While I, okay. it's a
0: different vibe. And then the next leg of the trip, we went back to Cairns. So all right, so Cairns is obviously like you got Brisbane, Gold Coast, and then Cairns is like even northern Queensland. Hmm. So we went two hours and a half northern of Cairns. So we're like. Pretty much at the north of Australia. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, then we came back to Cairns. We stayed there for a couple of days. That's where we did our bungee jumping. We went into like random. I was bungee jumping? Did you? We'll get to that. We'll get to that. <laughs> <laughs> so we did bungee jumping. And then all we did basically there we were in different like fresh waters. And we just started swimming in what do they call them? Um,
2: rivers. What?
0: Like random rivers and lakes hmm. and stuff. We just started swimming in them. And later on, I'll touch on this. It was probably a stupid idea because there's bare crocodiles up in Cairns. like too did much you see crocodile. Any on a we didn't end up seeing any, but like. I'll get to that later no, on. That's the trip what they said, yeah.
1: On. It's like those signs, um,
0: be yeah. careful, crocodiles. No, the guy at Daintree Rainforest, he said, if there's anything that I'd tell you, i will give you advice is, don't go to a random like lake or um, it's called a waterhole mm. and start swimming in there. He goes, unless you've seen the locals and there's barely any locals up there swimming in it, don't swim in it, basically. You're bound for an accent to have. That's how many crocodiles wow. there are up there, basically. And by that time, he told us, we've already swam like every single waterhole we saw. We just went in there, swam. Went for a swim, went for a swim, went for a swim we Before just clocked that yeah. I remember one night I had like a, a low-key, <laughs> like a nightmare type of, I closed my eyes. Mm. You know, like the the, the prelude to an actual sleep. Yeah. And you start going to sleep. Um, as I was about to go to sleep, I see crocodiles thing, I was like, no, nah, that's a sign right there. Like I'm yeah. not going into a random water hole. Um, and then we finished that. So we did bungee jumping, random water holes. We were meant to do kayaking, but time was just too tight. You know what I mean? So we just allowed that. Then the next day we went to, for the next three, four days, um, we did the scuba diving course. So it's like a four day course. The first day you're on land, you're doing it in like a swimming pool, and then she teaches you everything. You know, the there's a bit of theory. And stuff. Yeah, equipment, how to use yeah. your oxygen tank, and all that kind of stuff. A lot of theory, you know. But it was it was technically like a school course because you're in a school room. Um, you know, the USI that they ask you for at universities, like that unique student yeah. identification number mm. or whatever it is. Yeah. They ask you for that too, type of thing, you know. Okay, well. Um, so we did that for four days. Then we came back to Cairns, um, just chilled there, and we left Cairns, and then we went Great to Barrier Reef. Yeah. Yeah. How okay. is it? Like, is it, uh, bro. is it
1: beautiful to look at? I need to see the footage. You should have Love shown us the footage before this.
0: When you're above water, it's not as good as it is underwater. Oh so, wow, like, okay. obviously, because the, the reef is obviously below water, obviously, yeah. yeah? But when you see it above water, all you just see is just straight blue, just as you normally see in an yeah. ocean type of thing, yeah? yeah? But it's calm. It's a different type of vibe. But underwater, bro, I've seen animals that are just on a different level. Obviously, because I have a fear of the ocean. Yeah, like a bad, bad... I think I spoke about this... Remember when I in told the you boys. On the fear episode, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I yeah. said, and that was one of the reasons like being why Being stranded I, in the ocean. That was it, yeah. Being stranded in the ocean. And that fear obviously comes from the fact that like I don't know, there's a lack of stability. Like, you know, like when you're on land, you can just feel the land and whatever. Hmm. Whereas like when you're out in the ocean, because something goes wrong, this, that, uncertainty. like mm. the uncertainty. Yeah. And plus, fam, I hate what's underwater. You don't know what's underwater type of thing. Hmm. And this is where my fear comes from, yeah. And I remember um I'm just gonna jump straight to the scuba diving aspect of the story, yeah. yeah go for but it. what happened was, so the scuba diving, I was wallah scared, scared, scared. To the point where the night before, I had convinced myself to the point where I couldn't sleep, bro. I had to put rain sounds on just to go to sleep. I had convinced myself, I don't care what anyone says. The next morning, I'm not jumping on the water. I did not okay. care if it's a thousand dollars then I paid for it or whatever. I don't care what the boys say. Wow. I'm gonna come up with a lie when I come back to think. Because at this point, yeah, this is what I had vlogged everything, Loki. I mm. put a lot of things on my Instagram. So everyone's expecting a story when I come back. So I was like, Nah, it is what it is. Some things just isn't for me, and this is isn't one. Of, this is one of them. Um, but I remember when I took the first step into the water, yeah, as I'm about to dive, all my fear went away from me because I looked underwater. I just saw blue. I just seen fishes. I can say too bad, but mm. yeah, I just kept it is, man, it's yeah. all in your head. That's right? all it is. Yeah. Well, like it's like that amp amp, and then whatever afterwards, you can't really. You build the, you it's like much. when I went
1: skydiving. I felt the exact same thing. Will I? It's like you don't want to jump. You're in the plane. Your head's back. And you're yeah. like, should I jump? Should I jump? Can I? And it's like as soon as you're in the plane, you technically have to jump. Mm. And then as soon as you do the first jump, it's like, the this is actually goes blissful. Away. This is actually nice. This is a good sure. vibe. And it's like, it's probably the same with bungee
0: jumping. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to touch oh, back on that. Yeah. Bungee jumping, the thing about it is, yeah, w- the walk up to the bungee jumping, I'm not a person that really, uh, other than the scuba diving thing, I don't usually get... I don't realise what I'm getting myself into type mm. of thing, you know? Maybe because I actually have a genuine fear of the water and the ocean and stuff with um, mm. scuba diving. But like bungee jumping, as we're walking up, you're going up like 100. I don't know how high we were going up, yeah, but it was pretty high. Yeah, You'll see it in the vlog when I show you guys, yeah? Mm. But as I got to the top, that's when everything, I, like my realisation came to me. I was like, damn, why did I decide to jump off the top mm. of this right yeah. now? You did know, the boys do it too or just you? Everyone did it. Okay. We all did it. And then that, that fear, mm. like going back to the whole fear thing, yeah? You jump off. Bro, my life flashed right before my eyes. Everyone had a reaction, yeah. Some people, yeah, if you know, you know. Yeah. Other people started just screaming, other people, whatever. Me, yeah. if you see it in the videos, all I did was this... Like a
2: stern face, yeah? yeah. And you was know what I was thinking about there? I was
0: thinking about life right there. I was like, yeah. shit, damn. So so maybe respect. after the podcast,
1: we have to ask what that... What those things came to your head, you know? The what the ideas was, were. Yeah, well, I was... What, insane, what part yeah. of your
2: life? You were about to say? No, it's insane because, bro, like... Honestly, for me, like skydiving's on my list yeah? Mm. I can't even put bungee jumping on my list yet, for sure, because it's that much of a fear. Yeah, when I seen you do it, I didn't even know you were gonna do it, bro. I was so gas. I was messaging this guy. Yeah, he like was. Like ten messages, bro, straight he away. was. He and was. this guy was telling me he couldn't sleep the night before, and like obviously I couldn't understand it until he tells us now. For sure. But uh, like I didn't understand like even walking up. Were you doubting yourself? Like walking up. With all, the bungee jumping. Nah,
0: yeah. I didn't know what I was getting myself into. As oh, I'm walking up, I'm actually G to go jump off. But you know what it is? It's when you get put on the ledge, yeah? When you Mm. get put on the ledge. And this this is the thing between bungee jumping and... Because I don't really have a fear of heights. You know we're talking about heights and stuff? I don't really have a fear of heights. So when we got put onto the ledge, Mm. that's when I realised because as soon as I jump off, you don't feel any form of harness or anything like that because you're tied up by your feet Mm. and you just jump. So in those first, like, three seconds, which feel like ten minutes, yeah, you're saying to yourself, bro, why the hell did I just do this? Mm. Like, in what right mind did I think this is the right thing to do right now? Mm. You know then as you go down and then you, all those feelings come past you and everything's flashed before your eyes, then you realise like how good it is. Then you get hit with the biggest like
1: adrenaline rush, yeah?
0: Fuck that feeling.
2: (laughs) It's like I could do anything. Yeah, Yeah. I understand crackheads now, bro. That (laughs) feeling, (laughs) that feeling there. Bro, it's literally like a near-death experience. It's like, I don't even know what it is. It's like it's pretending like you're actually going to kill yourself. Sure. But it's not. Mm. Like sure it's just sure. insane. Mm. So, and would you recommend people do it? 100%. Well like 100 and you would go th- do it again, like right now? Bro,
0: we, straight after the bungee jumping, because it's like what, $140 just to do the bungee jumping. Mm. And every jump after that, I think they charge you like $40 type of thing. Yeah. Mm. But I'm not even thinking about the money at this point. They said, would well, you want to do a second jump? Like this, maybe <laughs> even this one too. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll give you another one type of thing. <laughs> <laughs> this time we went up to the top. Yeah. So, they give you options when you're doing bungee jumping. They say oh. you can either like, you can get your head dipped into the water, or you can just just go down and that's it, basically. Yeah. Obviously, if I'm here, I'm in cans. Full experience. I want to get full experience. I'm going to get my head in the water type of thing. The first jump, I didn't get my head in the water. Boring.
1: Oh, did you do multiple jumps?
0: So I didn't. I did a second jump. The yeah. f- after the first one, fam, wallahi, you could give me anything. I would do anything. Mm. Wallahi, It and was all easy from there. Yeah. Now nah, it was. When I got to the second jump, the same feeling came again. When I went to the tip, I said, "Bro, I could have just left it at one." Like, why am I doing it twice type oh, of thing? okay. Yeah? But yeah. so the first one, he said, oh, it's like $40 for a second jump. We're like 100%. And we are the last people on like the day type of thing to book. So we're like, why not? There's all the time in the world. We mm-hmm. did it. As I'm going up to the top again, this guy goes to me, Would um, you want it to do it backwards or frontwards? As in, you can jump off backwards yeah. or you can drop off backwards. Full experience. <sighs> Guess what I did? I did it backwards. <laughs> <laughs> backwards. That's insane. Backwards. And on top of that, Cause I asked him like to make it like even more exciting type of thing, yeah. There's this backwards thing where as he's holding, cause if you go up backwards yourself, you just fall. He will grab you. He will lean you over, and that was scarier than the whole first thing. Cause he will lean you over, and now he's holding you over the ledge. Mm. So you look at this, yeah. So with the bungee jumping, yeah. Right now, is the audio good, by the way? Audio is good, yeah. With the bungee jumping, yeah. So when you go on frontwards, you just step over, and then you're done. With backwards as well. Um, they low key like let you go while you're leaning overwards, and mm. you don't know when he's gonna let you go. Yeah,
2: because mm. when you're jumping on, you know exactly when you're gonna get o- jump off.
0: Exactly, so you're timing a oh. type of thing. And uh, mind you, bro, the guy that, the two guys, I think because it was the end of the day or something like that, bro, biggest air raids in the world. Shout out to Jack and John. Yeah, that's <laughs> their names. But biggest, <laughs> biggest air raiders. You know, the, so Salah went before me, yeah? yeah. Um, and as Salah went before me, I could hear his um, like instructions. I'll give him a rundown and all this kind of stuff. Do this, look straight ahead, and all that kind of stuff. I didn't pay attention, obviously, to all of it because I was lucky vlogging this, that. Mm. Anyway, when I went up to it, This guy goes, "Oh, you're ready," and he's holding me over the ledge. I said, "Fam, like, what am I meant to do? (laughs) Like, do I really feel helpless? (laughs) Like, tell me, do something like that." You can see it because there's a GoPro footage. Yeah, Mm. they give you a GoPro to record the whole thing. I wasn't recording myself because I was so annoyed at this guy. Because you want to record the full experience as you're about to jump down. I had the camera backwards like this. You can't see me in the footage because I'm so annoyed at this guy. This guy's not giving me instructions. I said, Mm. "Do I step? Do I do this?" My life is in his hands right now, Mm. and this guy said, "Just jump," and that's me like the whole panic coming. Of course, yeah. Anyway, when we did it backwards. Because we missed the water the first time, I had to touch the water, yeah? Mm. So I said to him, um, I won't touch the water. And he goes, this is just, these, oh, this is the worst part of it all. Like, this is when the fear actually hit me. He's loading up the ropes, yeah? And they have to put it at a certain length. They measure it all, yeah? Um, based off of your height, your weight, all that kind of stuff, yeah? As he's about to drop me up, guess what he says to me? Mm. <laughs> <laughs>
1: they
0: made a joke, yeah? They always take the mickey. Let's hear this. Guy goes to me. I said to him, I really want to touch the water, get my head dipped in the water. He goes, Bro, I know, so do I. These ropes are new. We just got them yesterday. Oh, <laughs> not that. <laughs> I said to him, <laughs> He says this to everyone for sure. <laughs> Mind you, he's holding me over the ledge while he's saying this. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> you know, there's no going back at this point. Yeah. Of course, if I try leading forward, like I'll low key miss my step and I might just fall, type of thing. Yeah. So while he said that, I said, man, these guys just pissed me off. He let me go. And then after I went falling, alhamdulillah. As I went to the water, you've seen the video yeah. getting dipped yeah. into the water. Um, the impact was all the boys touched the water on their second jump. We all did a second time, yeah. But my second dip was the worst one out of all of them. Yeah, the worst impact? Worst Yeah, especially
1: impact. like half your body or most of it, yeah. Mm-hmm. For a
0: whole day, my nose is hurting, fam. Dang. The impact, I thought literally I broke my nose, that type of impact. Because first Damn. of all, you don't anticipate the water because halfway you're jumping, you go, oh shit, like I jumped off. Then you realise, oh crap, I'm about to go into the water. Hmm. So you don't register all of this, so you don't get in the right position and stuff. So all you hear is, and by the way, impact from water at a high height yeah. hurts. So all you hear is, dush, I put up to the story. I'm thinking like I'm G this That bro, that man. Like replies I got in regards to like, like just this is low key. Like you got <laughs> someone said this is low key racism. <laughs> 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 someone, bro, the comments were just dead. Hey, now they yeah. all know who it is, John. John bro, <laughs> yeah. I like straight up. But it was it was tenor. I highly recommend. I reckon yeah. we got to do it once mm. together. That well, I want to so see everyone's down, reaction. Yeah. You know, in moments like that as well. Yeah, people's real life reactions come out. Mm, so true. going back to the before when I said when everyone jumped we all had a different reaction yeah I'll show you videos about it as well but like <laughs> well, you got the reactions from the other boys as well other boys yeah yeah I hundred percent. I, I, I'm not trying to blast them out like this yeah. but if you know what I mean you know what I mean yeah, type yeah, yeah. Of thing.
1: if you could do one of them <laughs>
0: again what would it be nah bungee jumping oh like out of scuba diving bungee yeah. jumping Okay, no nah, scuba diving without a doubt okay how scuba about diving. if you
1: could go back to like because now you're experienced in both Yeah. so you know how valuable it is if you For could sure. only pick one before the trip and now you know that what
0: it is? See, this is the difference, okay? They, the, the trips all... Because there was three major legs of the trip, yeah? Because the last leg of the trip, the Gold Coast trip, mm-hmm. and I'll get to this story, I perforated my eardrum. So I didn't really enjoy that, like, that last bit of the trip, yeah? Mm-hmm. So technically, I had... The boys had four legs of the trip, like, Daintree, sco- um, bungee, and the kayak and blah, 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 all that. Um, what do you call it? Scuba diving, and then the Gold Coast part of the trip, yeah? Only... I missed out on the Gold Coast part of the trip. Anyway... So the Daintree was just, like, I learned a lot in terms of, like, knowledge about, like, the Daintree rainforest, indigenous culture, um, and also the whole idea of, like, you're out of your own environment, you know, because going back to the whole Daintree thing, so we, there's this thing called, like, a night walk, so later at night you can go for um, a night walk of the rainforest, and we got, like, the full experience of the rainforest, rainforest being a rainforest, it started raining on us, the guy goes to us, Kane, and I'm telling you this guy, Kane, shout out to Kane. I follow him on Instagram, I wish I knew what he's at was, yeah. One of the most knowledgeable guys ever. I learned one thing about him, yeah. If you're gonna love something, yeah, like love it and go completely hard at it. This guy knows every nook and cranny of the rainforest like it's the back of his hand. Well, with so it was um there was us on the rain um the night walk, plus two older guys which were lagging. They they made the experience sudden <laughs> <and laughs> something else, yeah. But anyway, so one of the ladies is scared of spiders to the point that when we're walking around the rainforest, we we used to say the S-word. For spiders, rather than saying actual spiders, because she's so terrified about spiders. That much. Yeah. So at one point, what happens is um, the rainforest is so dark to the point where we had flashlights. Yeah. If you took off your flashlights, you can't see the back of your hand, like the hand that's yeah, right yeah. in front of you. That's how dark it is. It's pitch black. Yeah. So technically, going back to it, our life is in this guy's hands. Mm. If a random cassowary comes out of nowhere, or a flying tree kangaroo or something like that comes out of nowhere, it yeah. is what it is. Yeah. Anyway, at one point, all he told us to take our flashlights off, and I think he low-key planned this a bit. Yeah because he knows every corner of the rainforest. We're walking, and then he put his flashlight on, and he goes, spider, top left corner. The fattest spider in, fam, the spider was this big. I put it on my story, yeah, mm. but it didn't look as big on the video compared to what it was in real life. And in my head, I'm thinking like, how did this guy know that it was there, yeah? And I remember I was telling Harun at one point, I said to him, bro, because we're, we're drenched in like rain. He gave us like a poncho. I think he gave mm. the other guys like an umbrella, yeah? This guy's jacket was not wet at one point. And I said to Harul, and I whispered to his ears, I said to him, hey, bro, well, I respectfully, like if shit goes left, it's just you and I at this point. Type <laughs> of thing. You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> we cannot trust this. How are we all so great umbrellas? Yeah, this doesn't guy doesn't sense. have shoes on. He doesn't have shoes on and his jacket. Yeah. People are trying to tell me like it's leather and stuff. It's not leather, fam. I'm <laughs> telling you right now. How's he <laughs> dry? I don't get that. That's what I've tried to say. You know what I mean? And you know the thing At this point If he told me to jump wallah jump if He told me I just do everything He gave us a random Like candy off a tree mm-hmm. Yeah And this is me realising it later on type of thing Yeah He just ripped it off the tree And he goes Eat it I said why not but My dumbass asked him 10 minutes afterwards Hey brother What was that Like <laughs> <laughs> Once you've digested it It's, like it's too late Once I've digested everything <laughs> and He goes Oh the indigenous used to eat this And he goes I might as explain it. Yeah, well, I'm a dumbass, bro. But he goes basically, due to like the sugar production in like nowadays, if we were to actually eat that, that would be so sweet to us. But to me, it tasted like it was nothing, it was bland and everything. And he goes, This was basically like to the indigenous people, and I'm probably butchering this, yeah, mm. but it was like their type of like candy, like it was like a mm. snack to them type of thing. You know what I mean? They just rip it up and it makes them salivate even more. It makes your like salivary glands just start producing saliva. So it was crazy. Anyway, but I just clocked the 10 minutes after. I'm like, bro, what what the hell did I just eat? And by the way, this is the good thing about vlogging, having the GoPro. So I can't take my actual lens because it's raining and whatever. And when I say rain, it's like a heavy rain pouring down. So luckily, I brought out the GoPro, I had it on my head, type of thing. And you can hear like all of these conversations, like, hey, by the way, gin, of thing, And the whole thing about, hey, what the hell did we just eat, type of thing, you know? Well, like side comments,
2: yeah. Mm. Yeah,
0: 100%. But that rainforest <laughs> bit, See, that's, that's why I'm going back to the question before. If I was to, like, um, tell you which part of the leg of the trip was the best part of the uh, trip, I couldn't tell you type of thing. Like, scuba diving had its own exp- experiences. you anyway, know. so going back to, like, when you compare the different legs of the trip, like, you can't really say, like, this bit was better than mm. that bit, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but even with, like, the daintree, like, even learning things about how, um, like, when, like, the early settlers came to Australia type of thing, how the rainforest technically in that area that we we're, it wasn't the biggest rainforest, or at least the aspect of the rainforest we were in wasn't that big. But apparently, like all of that was just like cut down. You mm. know what I mean? Just for like um, I think sugarcane production or something along those lines type mm. of thing. Yeah. Um, and to the point, bro, this guy we ended up speaking to him after the rainforest trip and we're just at his reception desk or whatever. Um and he was just telling us a lot of information about books to read and all this kind of stuff. He goes, one of his favorite, bro, this is the thing, yeah, he goes to us because he's never had really an education. So the Daintree, the people that he grew up with, the community, he said to us, um, there's been about 40 people that have, like were born in the Daintree and have grown up actually in the Daintree type of thing. You know what I mean? So it's like a very, very small community mm-hmm. of like 40 people. Everyone else has come from somewhere else in the world or somewhere else in Australia to live in the actual Daintree, yeah? And mind you, this guy's knowledgeable. He's favorite, he loves fungi. Really, really love fungi. He'll give you like a random part of the actual, um, like the rainforest. Like he'll show you a mushroom. Yeah, we saw like glowing mushrooms and stuff. And he'll tell you everything about the actual thing. You know, and back mm-hmm. to forth. And that's a mixture of his actual experiences. He he goes to me. I'll go to the pub one night, hop on a skateboard. Yeah, and mind you, I like, it's scary at night. It's dark and it's weird. He said I'll just stroll, hop on my skateboard, and just focus on one thing for that night and just stare at it, type of thing, and I find that information. And he goes, but then that's also backed up by um, books that he reads you know like he goes his favorite book is called sapiens Type of yeah thing. And i said to him that's what's up type of yeah. thing and you will lay like, you look at this guy and if you were to stereotype this guy you'd be like you know you have knowledge type yeah, of thing like you might not look like
2: someone and then he goes mm-hmm. back to the whole
0: thing where he goes like like the thing is like with unis and stuff they teach you about things like theoretically yeah but then there's like he goes i'm actually living this type of thing you know like yeah. we saw we saw fungi that was actually reproducing and then he would tell us like how this ho- occurs and all that kind of stuff. Mm. You know what I mean? And then randomly to end off like the walk, like Alhamdulillah we've seen this, yeah. But a random uh, frog came out of nowhere. Well, I thought it was a frog. But it was like, a Braz- he called it a Brazilian toad. Yeah. And me being a dumbass, Wallah, I'm awful experiences. Yeah. He grabs it. Then you can see me in a video doing this. Yeah. And I went and to t- try and reach it. Mm. And he goes th- he goes to me, I wouldn't do that if I were you. <laughs> <laughs> and he was so calm about it, yeah. Yeah, it was and so calm like about it. But at this point, I <laughs> ate from his fingers. Yeah. He saved me from a spider. I'm telling you right <laughs> now, if he told me do something, yeah. wallah do it. He said, Don't do it. All you see is my hand in the video go like this. I said, Why? And he goes, These guys are basically they're they're predators. And also, even when once they die, they kill basically the rainforest. It's like the number one enemy to the rainforest. Cause Why the I think if I'm not wrong, yeah, so the early settlers or whatever to break down the rainforest and get rid of, um, just break down the ecosystem there. They introduced Brazilian toads from obviously Brazil, South America or whatever. Um, and then what happened is they would kill all the frogs and everything basically in the rainforest. And also when they die themselves, when a random animal comes to try and eat it, they're like basically poisonous. And they also kill that too. And that is the way of basically breaking down the rainforest in order to, for like sugar cane production and all that kind of stuff. Um, but he grabs that toad that brazilian toad yeah and he goes this guy i hate him and i said damn <laughs> d- a bit a bit dramatic <laughs> <definitely>. <laughs> and you got you got to have the scenery to all of this yeah so think about this right now it's like it's <laughs> it's raining yeah you can't hear cuz the poncho is covering your like your your ears so, and this is when i had hearing by the way so this is like the ra- the poncho is covering ears the umbrellas the lady in the back is frightened thinking about the spiders that's combined and all you see is he grabs the toad he goes I don't even know if I shall look if he's saying this. He grabs it and he just smacks it on the side of the. What thing the right. hell? You're yeah. lying to me. Hey, ha- that's <laughs> personal, bro. Wallah, Wallah, I can't cap it. He go- Yeah, it's personal to First time you recorded this one. Now, that, now kind of, yeah. that bit will if there's. Because I told him I'm recording, obviously, <laughs> <laughs> just whatever. Yeah. Um, funny guy that won't. You know, yeah. we could sit down and watch that GoPro footage, uh, like a movie, and just snack on it. Wallah, I'm telling yeah, you that's right mad. now. I'm so down. He goes in, he grabs it, grabs his head. Wallahi, bro. <laughs> This is me. I just standing there. This is everyone, basically. Yeah, <laughs> we all just did this.
2: <laughs> like, what did we just say?
0: <laughs> <laughs> what the this hell just happened, <laughs> happened bro? <laughs> this guy just basically, but then he explained it. So this is this is this. Is where I have to do the jo- uh, story justice. Yeah, going back to the whole thing about them being predators and then breaking down the rainforest, all that kind of stuff. He goes, "I've been to like aspects of the rainforest where it only." maybe, like, less than 100 people have been there in the last century. Yeah? Because that's how, like, isolated the rainforest is type of thing. And it goes, you'll still see these toads there, and they go all the way down to, like, New South Wales. Basically, they can't be controlled anymore. They just mm-hmm. became a massive infestation in Australia. Mm. And it goes, basically, it's, like, my duty type of thing, blah, 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 that type of thing. You know? <laughs> just got a lot of, like, animal, like, yeah. I don't know, those vet welfare people type of yeah. thing. But you yeah. probably saw
1: so many animals that you've never even heard of or seen like ban yeah you didn't even know they existed you this know? guy was
0: apologizing to us like halfway through the thing he goes bro sorry guys if it wasn't raining um the trip would be 10 times better type of thing I'm like what do you mean and it goes, because then you could actually like hear the rainforest alive. Because obviously with the mm. rain and stuff, it's like mm. blocking a lot of the sounds. And I'm thinking if this is how good it is when it's raining type of thing. And mind you, when you're going on trips, you got you got to like, you got to live the full experience of certain things. You can't say, like Harun, for example, he started getting blisters in because we we're on a long walk type of thing. yeah. So his feet started hurting, started getting blisters and all that kind of stuff. And then after he's thinking about what the hell do I do at this point? You know what I mean? I'm like, bro, just take off your shoes. Mm. He started walking in socks in the rainforest. Because that relieved the pain of, you know, have you ever walked in like wet shoes? Worst thing you can do in the mm. world type of thing. Mm. You bought the wrong shoes. To, shoes to that, yeah. Straight up. Wallah, like, shout out to Crocs. I brought Crocs on it. Bro, best ever purchase on that. We need to get a funding for that. But yeah. anyway. Sponsor. We need to get a sponsor for that. You anyway, know, so going back to Harun, um Going back to the whole living the full experience of thing. you got to do certain things that you wouldn't do back when you're at home. Like in Melbourne type of thing. Gotta take off your shoes, take off your shoes. You know what mm. I mean? If you're gonna go touch a poisonous frog, wallahi, I wouldn't touch <laughs> it. <laughs> if you're gonna eat something
2: random from the forest, the guy tells you, you're you're yeah, you're gonna do it, bro.
0: Wallahi, you have to, bro. But yeah, so see, personally I rated that dainty rainforest. That and mm. mind you, so every time we went on a different leg of the trip, it, like it got better and better and better. Yeah. So it set the standard to it as well, you know? Mm. And then you
1: resonated with everything you did on the trip, where someone else might resonate with one or two things.
0: I wanna to touch on one thing because
1: before you left the trip you told us the price tag and you were saying it was a bit like Yeah like you spent you said two and a half before you like It was
0: way more more expensive than that.
1: Yeah, but even like even thinking about that it's two and a half, ten days and you're like, damn, I don't know if I am should be sending this be like Bismillah, let me do it. Now looking at your reaction after obviously you think the investment's worth yeah. it, how would you um Like would you say hundred percent? Like yeah, for sure, hundred percent. Maybe you sent three k, whatever it was. Hundred percent worth the investment because the experiences. Because sometimes when people think about traveling, they're like I want to travel on a budget and I won't go bungee jumping because I want to save three hundred dollars. Yeah. But then in the long run, it's like those life experiences. Something you're gonna look back on. Like all those experiences you you just said: scuba diving, bungee jumping, the forest, even going to like a movie or whatever. Mm -hmm. I haven't done any of that stuff. Mm -hmm. And it's like. It's like one or two shifts and you get that experience. For sure. It's so worth
0: it. Bro, if mm. you calculate the money and the amount of time. Like you think about it, like I remember having a conversation with someone at work about this, yeah? Like someone that like hoards money. And like my philosophy isn't really like hoarding money type of thing. It's like if I have a certain time where I can spend that money on a certain experience that I probably know I won't get back, I can't justify it anymore further. Like I definitely 100% I'm going to go do it type mm. of thing. But everyone's different to that degree. You know, and people mm. live different types of... Like yeah. lives. like for example, when we did the bungee jumping, towards the end, they asked us, hey, yo, do you want to go buy the footage for the trip? And that costs money. and That's how they make money type of thing. Yeah. Mm. In my head, I'm thinking 40 bucks for like, like I've been recording videos and all that kind of stuff. One clip does not, I wouldn't buy $40 for it. Was it 40? It was for $40 for the GoPro. Clip. I
1: went skydiving, it was 150.
0: Yeah. <laughs> that 150.
2: puts it in perspective. Yeah. Yeah. But
0: but just like so you like the bungee jumping.
1: Yeah. Skydiving, I think was 250. And then it was 150 for it. Did you buy it? Yeah, because the voice said the exact same thing. It's like, because if you're going skydiving, you have no other option for recording. For sure. Maybe someone could be on the bottom level recording with their phone. For sure. You can maybe walk up with the camera. Mm. Skydiving, I can't take my phone on the trip. No, you can't. So it's like, you either get nothing or something. Or something.
0: And when you watch it back, l- so finish your point, sorry? No, that's it. Yeah. I was going to say, when you watch it back later on, the feelings that you get. And the angles that you see it's just like it's mm. a different level, bro. Mm. You can't can't get that moment again. Yeah. Has
1: your perspective now on traveling or maybe looking for experience changed? Oh. Like, because sometimes it's like it's still two point five k, still three k. It's a lot yeah. of money. Yeah. Has it, so how has it changed? Like it's
0: well, first it's jaded me up to travel even more. That's one thing.
1: But for travel, like you said before, like Turkey, yeah. Tokyo, all the to places, or for experiences,
0: um, or both. It, the whole, the whole thing, the whole, whole thing shimane. that comes with traveling, like like traveling, the experiences, the people that you meet, and the other thing is the whole uncomfortability that you deal with, like traveling. Like we started off our trip. I don't know if you saw, yeah, but we started off our trip with like like a problem that started off from the get go. Basically, we came late to the airport, <laughs> yeah, and we ended up coming to the late to the airport. So you know what that meant? We missed our plane. No, and we missed our plane by like we didn't miss the actual plane. We missed the check in time by like. Literally like three minutes. Okay, let's hear this.
1: What time was your flight and what time did you get there?
0: So our flight was on the first day was 6.30. Okay,
1: and what time and did you get So there?
0: check-in closes at 6am and we got there at like
1: 6.03. You can't expect to arrive 25 minutes before the flight and get on. Like, hey, come on, bro. I was like, hey, you're not hey the you're not the funny that's thing bad, bro. You know
0: what the funny thing is? <laughs>
1: no, you missed another flight.
0: Come on, man. No, 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 no. Oh, yeah, we did miss another flight, but that was for another reason. <laughs> <got no> <laughs> <laughs> hey but we missed the second flight for another reason. The first flight well, oh respectfully was me. Yeah. You know, I, mean? I was a bit too casual with the whole thing because the night before and this was the night when we recorded uh the Abu Hamza episode. You know how I came last minute to the episode yeah, type yeah, of yeah. thing. Um I don't know, I just underestimated. I'm so used to international travelling this that year that I underestimated it and were like we'll get there type of thing. When I was driving to one of the boys house, ended up lucky coming a bit late to that. That meant we came late to that and yeah. we just ended up missing a type of thing. It is what it is type of thing. We had to <laughs> camp out at Mamdouh's house because we didn't know what to do. We're not trying to go back mm-hmm. home type of thing. So at Mamdouh's house, yeah. The second flight that we missed was because of, because um, um, you know when you go scuba diving, due to the pressure underwater, mm. there's also pressure like at high altitudes when you're on a plane type of thing. So in the course, the theoretical course, they say after doing two dives, you have to wait at least 18 hours for your next flight. Like if you're flying oh, okay. out, because it's not good for your ears, type mm. of thing. So obviously, our f- as soon as we came back to Cairns from the Great Barrier Reef, and we docked at the um, it's it called, what do you call it, at the pier or whatever they call it, um, our flight was like within a uh, two hours Or something like that. I was pre-booked. It was pre-booked. Mm. So we're gonna go to it, but we th- we thought of doing this safer Just thing in type case, of thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. that's
1: not really missing. That's like planning. Yeah. You didn't you didn't go to the airport and miss out because you came late. Mm. You know, it's more like you plan not to take it for safety reasons.
0: Yeah, yeah, so for it's sure. a bit better. So we technically did type of it. Right, I see. Mm. Yeah. That's the gym laughing behind the camera, by the way. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: um, what were are we going to say? Yeah, now the... What was going to say? So
1: just your mindset on travelling is like, I want to invest in experiences, you
2: know? Also, what I like about that, because yeah. I remember you told me the first time that, like this whole idea of where you're going, why you're going, and I question my head, would I ever do that? Yeah. Because it's, to me, I'm a cop of this where it's like, Alhamdulillah, I've travelled overseas, yeah? So the idea of travelling around Australia is just like, yeah, yeah, whatever. For sure. Like, I can always do it, or also it's not as good as other countries. But then you tell me these experiences, and once I see footage, it's like, okay, I'm actually going to consider this. Yeah, for sure. I'm actually going to see what there is around Australia and -hmm. things we can do.
1: Yeah, go. Now, I just think on that, his legendary experience, I think, was a lot better because he was with people as well. Yeah. Sometimes if you're travelling alone or travelling even with one person, you might not want to go experience might be good, but then if you're in a group with close mates, mm. it's probably so much better. For sure, for you sure. get those memories with them. Yeah,
0: better. And then ov- obviously you learn other people's tendencies while traveling, mm. your bump heads and all, mm. That. Mm. all of those experiences come together. But also going back to the thing, the the, the value that you get out of, um, I guess, traveling. Going back to your point though, yeah. Mm. Traveling within Australia, like in our backyard, I think that came about because of COVID. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Everyone's so used to looking abroad for traveling experiences. Like going to Bali when you can go do... Um, scuba diving up in on the great Barrier reef you know yeah. I mean? it's the largest coastal reef in all over the world type of thing and we have it in our backyard okay. yet we're thinking about something else type of thing um so i think that came out because of covid but going back to the whole like value thing i think number one thing is the whole uncomfortable experiences mm. you know what i mean and that's one thing i realized because going back to the scuba diving yeah i'm jumping stories here going back to the scuba diving so obviously i injured my ear on the first day of training um on the scuba dive, because you know how they, I told you about on land, they teach you how to mm-hmm. scuba dive, they get you comfortable with your tanks. I was going down in the deep end of the pool, and I accidentally, because to deflate your BCD, yeah, your vest basically, you got those two buttons essentially. And when I deflated, I accidentally held it a bit too long. So with we have weight belts on us and everything, and obviously in my way and everything, I went down too fast. And they teach you three things, and I told you about this last night, about when you're scuba diving underwater. There's three rules, like three technically golden rules. Um, don't touch anything underwater, especially in the Great Barrier Reef. Um, never ever hold your breath underwater. So basically continually breathe. And like the third thing was equalize your ear. All right, so this is the rule that I, t- I technically like broke due to like an accident. Like mm. I can't really control for this. You
1: before because the water, you don't know like how much pressure you're actually putting when you're fighting water. Like your thumb or your fingers. And
0: like. with also you're in a different environment. You know, you're underwater. Everything feels so different and whatnot. You got fins on and everything. Mm. So I ended up going down too fast on one of the training um, exercises. And then like my eardrums just bursted, like my ear bursted. In the moment, whatever, you just like, you just like thug it out. Mm-hmm. You just keep the pain going, yeah. yeah? Anyway, later on that night, I told you boys, we went to the laundry with one of the boys and I told him, hey, yo, is your ear hurting? And he goes to me, now, like I'm straight, like nothing's hurting. And I was like, that was like my first cue of, like something's wrong. Mm-hmm. So the next day we went out and this is like my anxiety is like absolutely high at this point. I'm scared. Of the water and all this kind of stuff and the boys all know this type of thing you know They'd, they're trying to g me up and obviously boys being boys they're dissing me at the same time too yeah, <laughs> yeah. and th- honestly you you like block out those disses because you're having a mental um it's called uh, mm. mental battle with yourself mm. anyway so we went out to the water and i was told you boys like at this point i'm thinking i'm not even diving at all i said to myself i convinced myself the night before can't sleep not due to the pain or whatever i'm thinking of reasons how i can get out of this whatever anyway I put on my equipment and everything, everything set up. And at this point, and you could see it in my face because I took a photo. I'm not there. Everyone mm. else is smiling. Just, I'm not there. I'm just thinking about, bro, what the hell is under the water right now? Mm. Anyway, so we, you have to, when you're jumping out of the scuba dive, you have to take one massive leap. Check everyone's, they teach it like sign language and stuff. Check everyone's okay in front of you. Take a massive leap and you go under the water. Alhamdulillah, I got into the water. My fear went away at this point, yeah? There's this is massive rope under the water and you go gradually down. And that's where you're trying to keep the rule of equalizing your ear. As you go down, you equalize your ear. And they say within two to five meters underwater, that's where the pressure is the greatest. After five meters, it just gets easier. Mm. I didn't know that the first time I was diving. So at four meters, I can't equalize one of my ears. And I I know that because first of all, one of my ears is fine. I use that as a point of reference. And second of all, every time you, everyone's popped their ears before. You've popped your ears before, yeah? Mm. You get this like release of pressure. It's a relieving feeling because it starts to hurt. I got the opposite. Every time I popped it, it's hurting. So I was like, okay, crap, what do I do? And anyway, she told me, someone here? Possibly, yeah. Yeah. So um, she ended up telling me those rules. If you're not feeling okay underwater type of thing, mm. keep up it pushing. Um, it's called, and just signal up to go up to save the thingy. So I said to her, I bet i got to go up, not feeling good. Yeah. She said, because you're, you're, she's looking at you while you're equalizing. So I went up to the water. I was in complete pain that whole time. Later on, um, at this point, I spent the first day completely in the cabin just thinking about, like, damn. Because at this point now, everyone low-key thinks I'm not going into the water because I'm scared of it. Mm. Mm. But it's actually the complete opposite because now my fear is gone. I'm, I'm, it's, like a, it's like a win and a loss at the same time. I feel, like, amazing because of the fact that I jumped in the water and mm. I low-key done it. But I feel at like loss because now I actually haven't done a dive. And now everyone's coming out for lunch. Hey, yo, the dive's lit, this, this, that. Mm. I saw this. I saw that, and we have to complete our logbooks. There's a logbook for every dive you do. You've yeah. got to see how deep you went, your oxygen levels and all that kind of stuff. Anyway, then on the second dive, while my ear was hurting, she goes, hey, is your ear feeling better in the next morning? I said to her, I sh- low-key lied to her. Shouldn't have done that. Mm. I said to her, like, yeah, my ear's here. Our next guess is, yeah. Um, I said, I'll, and my ears are hurting, yeah? Mm. You heard all these stories already. I told them all. Yeah, okay, he's got all... Um, Anyway, so I said to her, hey, yo, my ear's hurting type of thing. I didn't tell her my ear's hurting. I yeah. said, it's all good. I lied to her. And I shouldn't have technically done that. But at this point, wallah, I said to myself, I'm here. I've got to come back with a certificate. I can't, you know, because that's the whole point. You come back with a license certificate so you can go anywhere in the world. So you can go scuba diving, essentially. Yeah. Anyway, one thing led to another. Um, later on in that day, day, after doing two dives, and alhamdulillah, I saw sharks, stingrays. Anything you can think of, lot, yeah? yeah. I remember at one point, because once you get below like two to um, five meters, um, you actually start to focus, yeah. And you're scared, Loki, well, like, because you're in a different environment. There's sharks coming this way, this, that, you know. Mm. And then after there was this one beautiful fish that had the most beautiful colors, cause like orange, yellow, everything you can think of, mm. yeah. Then I said to m- I just that was one of my favorite moments under the water. Anyway, later on at dinner, everyone's going for their night dive. And I can't do my night dive because the first day, the two dives that I missed, Legally, I'm not allowed to do my thing because it's you a course. Catch e- up? You c- I couldn't catch up because of my ear.
2: But then that's the only way. Are you saying that's the only way to catch up?
0: Yeah, that's the only way to catch yeah. up. So I can't do my night dive. So then I just allowed a type of thing. So we're all watching sunset. And mind you, there's two people that's on the boat at the boat at, th- at one at once. There's, there can only be three people: the skipper, who's obviously the captain of the boat, someone here for safety, and the other person is checking everyone off that goes in the water, like a roll call, basically. Yeah. Anyway, and there was this one other girl that was on the on the boat, the ship with us. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> um, she she's a snorkeler so she's not allowed to do dives and stuff anyway she's sitting on my right we're all watching like the night dives and stuff and she sees in my ear she goes bro you're, and she's a nurse by the way she just looks at me she goes bro your ear's bleeding and like I knew that I was in pain First of all, when she told me that, Wallah, well, I was so relieved, you know. Because well, finally you're I
2: have... That you're, you bro, everyone on the trip yeah, is telling me... Hating on him the whole time. This yeah, guy yeah. is an aerator, bro. <laughs> this guy's scared of the water. So this it's this legit, yeah. all these feelings you've had. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A hundred percent. Makes sense.
0: And that was lucky like the end of the trip for me in terms of diving because I couldn't go diving after that because the skipper goes to me respectfully like, like I can't put you at risk and let you go on the water again, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And so I ended up getting um my certificate and whatnot. And then yeah, I kept the push in, you know. So, yeah, I'm a licensed scuba That's diver. A licensed yeah. uh, I wouldn't trust blower. you that with
1: that, like, huh? half experience. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, come on, man, look at you, like you bursted your ear. I c- yeah, you yeah. can't teach me how to scuba dive. No, no, no. The <laughs> thing
0: is, though, yeah, scuba diving is probably the easiest thing to learn in the world. Well, like, it's just the environment. Getting comfortable with the environment mm. is the actual hard thing.
1: Do you have to be a very confident swimmer to do it? Or, like, you can't be, like, a...
0: Like I'm not... Uh, the I swimming level, what do you have to be at? Okay, so I don't consider myself a confident swimmer. Yeah. I consider myself like a decent swimmer type of thing. You can swim. I can swim. Yeah. But then like, but you can get away with that because you're not really yeah. swimming underwater. You yeah. do know that, yeah? You just, you have your hands to yourself. You're just flapping your legs and you're mm. breathing out of an oxygen tank that's on your back. Mm. So there's actually no technique to it. The only thing is whatever you do, you can't panic underwater. Mm. You just got to keep it straight. You got to keep a pushing and just like act like everything's all good. And then wh- not only that, you're underwater for 30 minutes, Yeah the 30 minutes go for like three seconds. You want to get back into the water again and you're not allowed to type of thing, Mm. you know? But then also another thing like on the trip on the scuba diving because obviously on the Great Barrier Reef, no reception, nothing on the actual um, boat or whatever. Everyone on the trip was there for specific reasons and that was like one of the most ajib things to me. While I was like, I was thinking about there's people that came on their ones. Like I remember a young boy, um, I keep forgetting his name, Lucas Lachlan or whatever it is. I called (laughs) him million names while I... Anyway, we will call him Lucas, yeah? He was on the trip. I was speaking to him once. He goes, I was like, who are you with? Because he was a bit timid. Shia was on his ones. And then after that, he was explaining how basically he was meant to go on a trip with all his boys. And he's from Cairns, by the way. All his boys. But they all, they didn't bail, but like their schedules did not our line. Hmm. And I was, I found this fascinating, yeah. Because especially at a young age, 17 or whatever, this guy's on a trip and he's like, cool, the boys are not down for it. I'm going to still do the trip.
2: 17.
0: Mm. 17 fam. You know, I don't know how he signed the permission notes or whatever, <laughs> yeah. how he legally got on there. Yeah, but he got there just somehow. Mm, yeah. You know what I mean? And I'm just like, that's like everyone was there for a certain reason, you know? Mm-hmm. But um, I think we're going to leave the episode there, inshallah. Yeah, nah, crazy stories. We'll leave bro. it at we'll a yeah. high note. We didn't
1: even get to touch on Sydney, so we'll do that soon. We'll do that 100 Yeah, no yeah, yeah. problem.
0: But yeah, um, you want to wrap up there?
1: Yeah, no problem. I hope you guys did enjoy the video and had some takeaways from Welly's stories, you know? We all did too. I think Ali and I are going to, inshallah, want to travel soon. We didn't get an invite this time, so maybe next time around. (laughs) We'll be waiting. (laughs) I hope you guys did enjoy the episode. Uh,
0: Remember to like, comment and subscribe. We'll see you next week.